The Smoker's Lounge Production presents... Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour! <laughs> Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to Mr. Menthol's Entertainment Hour. He tried to hold it. <laughs> Shh. Tonight we have Chris and Bobo to all my slashers and dashers out there. What up? And Guess which one I am. <laughs> <laughs> sure shit ain't me. I ain't a dasher. You're Yet. not, but maybe a prancer or a comet or a cupid or a blitzen. I like to think of myself as Donner. Of course you would choose that one. Like, that's the one that eats crayons. <laughs> <laughs> that's the marine. <laughs> I associate most with my childhood, so shut up. <laughs> well, anyways, today's episode's all, all about lesser-known horror movies, and we're each going to, like, talk about one. Like, I want everybody to think of the of one lesser-known horror movie. It can be B or C rated, or, or just it could be something wacky from the fucking 80s, as long as it's horror adjacent or horror movie. And, like, I, I want you to give me, like, a yay or nay on it in your opinion. Like, this is the golden opportunity to fucking bitch and rant. Or it's a golden opportunity to, you know, actually promote something that you feel as though is, like, needs to be known. I'm not starting. I'm not starting either, but I know what I want. Oh, God. So go ahead and start, because I have like two or three of them. All right. So a lesser known horror movie for me that I really think everybody needs to watch, because I know which one you're probably going to go to there, Chris. And and it's called The Editor. It's a Galeo film or Jaleo or however the hell you say it. Well, it's in the, well, it's in the style of it. I don't mean to interrupt you, but... I just want to let everybody know if they hear little baby noises, I do have my son with me. He is a very big daddy's boy and he will not sleep. It's cool. But like... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I gotta stop doing mouth noises. <clears throat> um, it, It's like a... Keep it going. Horny. Anyway... <laughs> Like okay, just so nobody sees us in here, um, um, Bobby to m- to my immediate right has a uh, larping sword, like a plastic training sword, and he's sitting there just stroking the handle, and just staring at me in the eyes and smiling. If you can't get an erection from that, please call your doctor and ask if Viagra is right for you. <laughs> he is now red in the face like a tomato, laughing. Anyways. But it's called the editor. <laughs> it's in a Galeo style film. I mean, like the audio sync is like it, it was filmed, I believe, in 2018 or 2019. So it's pretty recent. But it, it's filmed to resemble like old like eight millimeter film. And the entire story is about a fucking editor, a film editor that chopped his own fingers off because he was trying to edit the world's longest movie. And. He just kind of went crazy while editing it. And he was like the best in Hollywood. Now he's doing like schlocky B horror movies. And like, and every like, he, he's completely mistreated. It's funnier than all hell because the audio is off sync. And I, and they did that shit on purpose. Like they're clearly like their mouth is clearly saying English words, but they make it, they edit it to where it's like, it sounds like they're speaking a completely different fucking language. That's just been horribly dubbed over. And it's great. Like, absolutely fucking wonderful, in my opinion. I feel like I would need to watch this movie high as shit. Oh, yeah. It's, like, one of the best movies to watch high. Because it's, like, they treat this editor such, like, a piece of shit, and he's really not. He's, like, a real good guy. But, like, everybody, like, all the actors start dying, and, like, there's the incompetent detective and all that. Like, every fucking trope, and it's just so great. So, pretty much, it's every stereotype into one movie. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. That's one of my lesser knowns. Like, if all my slashers out there have seen the editor, go back to my slasher page at Mr. Menthol and fucking find one of my posts, comment on it, like, oh, yeah, I've seen the editor and that movie fucking sucked or something like that. Or you're like, yeah. or you loved it or, or something. That's mine. 
I started. Now who's going to finish me? I'll finish you. We're saying all this in the presence of a fucking toddler, too. <laughs> we are terrible people. You know what? He's not even two, so it's okay. <laughs> in my opinion. So, one of my favorite ones. <clears throat> it's horrible. It is literally the worst piece of crap I've ever seen. But it made me laugh. I'm right here. I'm so much. Sitting right here. <laughs> it was slacks. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> that <laughs> fucking movie. I blame I you for it. Swear to God. I hate that movie. You know what? You introduced it to us. I didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah, we were scrolling you through told Shutter. Me about it. No, I told you about it. Did you? Yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Because me and him were sitting in this room watching it. It it I can't even put to words how... It's about a pair of pants that kills people. Okay. And it is the stereotype that you think it is. No, no. It it gets more wacky than that. Yes. True. The beginning of the fucking movie is just a brown person picking... Indian. Yeah. Well, they don't... We didn't know it was Indian. They played (laughs) off to not be Indian. We'll say a non-Caucasian. Yeah, and just picking up cotton just picking cotton all you see is brown hands picking cotton you're like oh man maybe this is a slave movie where they put a voodoo curse on it and and then the pants come to life like i can dig that no no it is set in modern fucking times and the little indian woman you know the dot dot kind not the woo woo kind (laughs) fucking goes and throws the the cotton into a fucking uh into like a like a sifter like a big thing with blades and i called it a cotton gin yeah, like well, yeah, it's like a modern cotton gin, mm. and like her scarf gets caught in it, and she gets pulled in, and you know the cotton is soaked in her blood now. And then that company that was like that that did that made made, made denim pants. Yeah, they. I meant to point that out that they made is denim made with cotton. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. Uh-huh. Okay. Cotton is, like, the main source of any, like, fabric. Except if you get into, like, 100%, like, uh, polyester and shit like that. Gotcha. But. (laughs) So. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a, this is going to be awesome. No. No, it was fucking (laughs) not. The pants, I shit you not, have SS embroidered onto them. I will point out it's not the actual bolts, but it is very. It's it's like a mix between the bolts and like the middle school S you would draw for no reason. It's like Nazi pants from India attack fucking white people. That like, that's the fuck that that should be the movie. <laughs> but we I, got teen drama, an influencer trying to get more clout. I would like to point it, out the, the way pants, the pants killed the people. The pants fucking danced to themselves to fucking Bollywood. Right? <laughs> no. I loved it for the pure entertainment fact, but it is such a piece of garbage. <laughs> it's like but, one of the worst movies I've seen. But I will say the way the pants kill the people, it is exactly how you think. They just lay on and, top of the person. And they're not, and it's not good. It, it's, it's okay. Like, there's ha, so many ways to kill somebody seen, with a pair of pants, and they did none of them. Have you seen the Jimmy Neutron episode about the pants that take over? Yeah. It is exactly like that, just in live action, essentially. Yeah, it's terrible. Yes. Like, there's an army of pants dancing to Bollywood at one point in fucking time. I'm like, this is stupid. It this was random, so too. so stupid. Like, it was random. Like That scene had no point being there. Apparently, like, the pants could eat your flesh off your fucking bones. Like, with what teeth? The zipper teeth. But your peas are popping a lot in my mic, or in my headphones. Yeah, I know. Me, too. I'm going to try to step back here. <sighs> And thank you for covering that because I I just couldn't put it into words. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew. I I think you knew that you were gonna like. I'm gonna say this, and he's gonna fucking rant about it for me. <laughs> Easiest <laughs> podcast I've been on. Your turn, Chris. All right, old well, Bobby. I thought you were going to say something else, but nice. Was that one of yours? 
No. Okay. I thought you were going to talk about another one, but um, uh, gosh, I, I have t- I have two of them actually. Uh, start with the first one, then they'll get then they'll get back to me because I have one too. Unless it's one of the ones okay. I just came up with another one too. So okay, so the first one for me, like number one, would probably have to be Ice Cream Man. Oh, dude, Ice Cream Man's a fucking cult, has a cult following. That's a good movie. Does it really? It's just grenadine for my ice Ice cream cream treats. I didn't know it had a cult following. Oh, man, the kills are, yeah, I mean, it's one of those, like, it's B-rated to be meant to be B-rated. Gotcha. And so it was just. Well, I I, I know, you know, Clive Howard, you know, obviously, but, you know, he's one of the lesser known Howards. So that's why I thought it was kind of you Clint know, Howard. Clint Howard, yes. Not, not, he's not not Clive Barker and, <laughs> and Clint Howard. I, I've been on a Clive Barker <laughs> kick here lately, so Clint Barker. Yes, Clint Barker. But, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but Clint Howard, yes. You know, one of the lesser known Howard brothers. So fucking treasure, like like his brother looks great, and then fucking Clint pops out looking like you know Steve Buscemi and Gollum had a aborted <laughs> butt baby. Like and and to be completely honest, like and he's not a bad actor, like at all. It's just they keep giving him shit roles, and he's like, "Fuck it, let's do it." Right. But like him actually acting is like him acting in those roles. He does great. Like they they pretty much told him like, "Hey, be a crazy ice cream man." And he just went, "Got it," and he nailed it. On honestly, <laughs> like it's not one of those movies where it's like really like it's got a great storyline or it's Who like will bring the ice cream now, mom. <laughs> Yeah, the beginning is just, just fucking weird. It's just, the ice cream man gets gunned down by mobsters. I'm like, what the fuck? What the? They were black mobsters, which was weird. I'm not racist, by how, the way. I'm just you, saying. How do you? And and this is a question. Mm-hmm. How do you be in the profession of an ice cream man and piss off the mob to where they kill you? What did he fucking do? Was like I needed, and they I, also did it with chill. They they I it was a drive by with children present. I needed. You really had to piss off the mob for them to. And not somehow give a fuck that about kid children. didn't get fucking shot by Tommy guns. Yeah, they are not accurate. <laughs> no, they're a spray and pray kind of sort. But no, it that movie to me is like it's fun. It's a fun horror movie. It doesn't have a good plot. It doesn't have good acting. It doesn't have you know relatable characters it, it it doesn't have good effects they spent all of their fucking effect time on the kills and that's honestly where it counted because it was very creative on the kills except how clint howard died he just fell into uh-huh. an ice cream machine i was like oh bullshit well he well, deserved a better death well it was the same one that had the blades yeah but he deserved to have a better death than that yeah. i mean come on i still say the best kill was a waffle iron <laughs> no no the waffle cone with the guy's heads in the waffle oh, cone. Oh yes. Yeah, no that that's obviously did, the fucking did, best one. Did you notice too when he was holding like doing the puppets with the heads and everything through all there? He was holding those for an unnecessarily long time. He he was. He was just... and, and then he just dropped one because you know fuck that fuck it right. And then he's still holding the other one for like God, a little bit too long. Like goddamn it, a human head weighs like ten fucking pounds. I'm sitting here <laughs> doing puppet art with him. What the hell's on the matter with me? Look at my noodle arms. That's why I use a weapon. Ain't no fucking Jason Voorhees where he can just bend beds and shit. <laughs> no, it, it, okay, so. No, Ice Cream Man, I totally recommend. I, I recommend it. Bob, do you recommend uh, Have you seen it, Bob? I've seen the kill count of it. Uh, no, you I, watched it. I got the it. gist. You watched it. You watched it at my place. Was I high? No, you didn't watch it at my place. I was. That was someone else. That was you, hey, it's you on wa- my list to watch. You watch Society at my place. Yeah. Okay. So the second one for me, and I know you guys have either seen it or heard me talk about it multiple times. Motherfucking Frankenhooker. Yes. yes. Uh, I, I, killing them. I, I sadly i I still need. I still have not finished it. You stopped at the best... Like, you stopped right before Exploding Hookers. I had no choice. I had to leave. <laughs> I, I, will, it, it's I all did about... see the, uh, the the super crack, though. <laughs> it probably has the best line uttered in any B-movie ever. <laughs> it's like, this crack is killing these women. 
but the super crack would do it much faster. <laughs> As a matter of fact, and he, I just and so he pulls to out so. this giant gallon-sized mason jar with a giant-ass crack rock in it. It, it. It's fucking great. And then the hookers go insane on him. They're like, oh my god, it's crack! And they just start having a fucking random crack party. (laughs) Crack pipes coming out of every titty. (laughs) Because that's a thing that happens in New York in the 80s fucking constantly. (laughs) And he came up with this plan simply based off the fact of crack whores. That was the pretty much the only premise he had to go like, off of this. His, and his entire thing was like his girlfriend died because of an invention that he did, and he wanted to rebuild her pretty much in his image. Like, that he built for her father, and he he was trying to he was trying to find the perfect hooker, like the perfect bodied hooker for her head, and it didn't work out. So he just had a whole room full of hookers just start exploding after smoking the crack. And <laughs> oh I mean, lordy! Fucking ex- Exploding, and it's so terrible. You can you know it's mannequins, and you know they're filled with fucking foam when they explode, and it's just awful. And I love it. Fucking trauma. Yeah, yeah. Technically, <laughs> it, it's a trauma film. Tech. Yeah, it was it was released by Trauma, but it was a uh, fucking. It was directed by a. Uh, oh God, what's his name? He directed fucking uh, Basket Case. All three of them. Oh, hell. I can't remember his fucking I name. I know who the fuck it is. But that guy. <laughs> yes. But, by the way, Basket Cases, all three of them, yeah, they're worth watching. Mm. But, um, no, like, he was recording Frankenhooker in the middle of making Basket Case 2, so he was doing two movies at fucking once. And, like, it's so just absolutely fucking ridiculous. And there's, there's this fucking pimp that is like all jacked up and he, he flexes every chance he gets like he was trying to tempt his hookers back into coming back to him after its ultimate franken hooker was standing in front of him he's holding up a vial of crack but instead of holding it like out or like forward he's just flexing his muscle <laughs> and just holding it like this like yeah baby you know you want this crack and it's I've never seen him in another fucking movie, and I think he only has, like, one other film credit. I can't find anything on this fucking guy. Like, why is he jacked? Why is he so Spanish? <laughs> Which is a weird thing to ask in itself. I, I get that. I guarantee you, know? you, he. I guarantee you, in real life, he actually does crack, and they probably found him on Skid Row. And they're just like, hey, we'll give you $20. You know Skid Row's in California, right? They could have flown him out. It'd be cheaper just to find a jacked hobo in New York. <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> just a beefed-out daddy hobo. <laughs> so, I have one issue with that movie. I have pecs. Look at <laughs> Give me change. <laughs> and it's not the jacked hobos. This scrawny nerd-ass motherfucker has trash bags full of human body parts. 15, 20 chicks, and he's just slinging it over like it's full of like two newspapers. Uh, Fucking oh, I got something even more fucked up about it. So he's sitting there in like the brain with the eyeball and everything. Yeah. His mom walks in. It's perfectly normal to be having that around. Could you she, pass me the ketchup? Yeah. What the fuck? It's like, oh, it's actually moving. Wait, you don't see this motherfucker made a Digimon on the counter? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, this is some bullshit. You told me to go take out the fucking trash, and if I didn't, Dad was going to rape me, but this <laughs> motherfucker can make monsters on the counter, and everything's all right? Now, fuck you, Mom. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the main issue I have with that movie, but it's really not even an issue because I find it fucking hilarious. <laughs> He's immortal, goddammit. <laughs> I need some super crack. The other, the second one I have, um, again, I'm probably wrong on it, but I'm going to have to say Scare Me. I loved Scare Me. Like, I'm pretty sure it's more known rather than lesser known, but, and it's really not B class, but. Really, it's not. Like, it is very well directed. And, like, there's only one kill in it. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, 
and it's the very end like it's the final kill and it's the only kill well it's the final countdown (laughs) (laughs) anyways um actually we did kind of skip bob bob do you have another movie like we'll definitely talk about scare me absolutely no go ahead it'll give me time to kind of work on mine yeah so I say, how often do we sit around and just randomly watch horrible mo- horror movies? I'm paying for that Shutter subscription, so I better be watching fucking horror movies. I mean, yeah, thank I you, by it. the way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's fucking great. <laughs> this episode sponsored by DJ's Shutter account. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mr. Menthol's Shutter account. It's cool, man. <laughs> That's actually what got me back into horror, is he was like, hey, if you give me your Hulu, I'll give you my shutter. And I was like, dope. Fucking trading trading paid video subscriptions like they're pogs or some shit. That's how all of us are. Like, really, me and me and my woman, we really only pay for Hulu. But that's it. But there's a lot of people. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm no longer paying for HBO Max, just by the way. Okay. I'm just... I barely watch it. I feel like I'm paying for it for everybody else that's on it. So I'm like, eh, I'm just going to not do that anymore. I'll just start paying for it. I'll just create my own thing on Dude, it. Dude, it's, it's like not a $15 a fucking month. It's that's... ridiculous. Is it really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, it's fifteen ninety nine. yeah. I might have to reconsider that. I, I have a general rule of thumbs. Like, don't pay more than $10 for a fucking streaming. Find service. me somewhere else to watch uh, the Boondocks and we'll be good. Fuck, Okay. I got you, fam. Don't worry. But uh, it, it's... Much love. But <laughs> but scare me. Okay, it's yes. about this guy that goes into a remote cabin to write his like master horror novel. But he's never wrote anything in his life. Nope, nothing. And, he, and he nothing. has this whole, like, I'm the best writer alive mentality. And he's not. Like, he's he just sucks. not good. But he went, goes out for a fucking jog and runs into, like, this really famous zombie horror writer who is a complete and utter insufferable cunt throughout the entire movie. But you fucking love her because she knows it and she owns it. And it's just... Like, I loved her. And she's, you know, creeped out by him and then it's in the wintertime and the storm comes and, you know, knocks out the power and her cabin's across from his cabin and... And she just randomly pops up. And and just walks in. Like, yeah, just randomly walks in. We're going to start a fire and, and like they order pizza and, and, okay. and, you, and you can tell this, is, this is a typical like city boy country girl because he don't know. You he know, doesn't know anything. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's obviously like never been in a situation like and that. She has a roaring ass fire in 30 seconds, which is weird. Yeah. Cause like how dry was that wood? <laughs> Drier than his wood. But yeah. And she's like, well, we should tell scary stories to each other, and like, and he kind of admits that he's never written one before, and like he's never written anything. After before. he admitted that he knows about her book, but he never read it. Yeah, <clears throat> and it's just when they start acting out like horror stories, and like it, it's it's actually in like me being a writer. It's amazing how they did it, though. Like that's such a cool concept because especially like me sitting here, like I write my own fucking stories, so I can do it for the creep side new episode next week (laughs) maybe (laughs) oh it's getting done i'm gonna be on his ass like jelly you've been using my jelly on his ass no i bought my own this time good (laughs) but wow it's flavored ew (laughs) things that make you say ugh. But no, it's um, <clears throat> a but. It's a very like amazing movie when it comes to the sense of like these are both writers. Like one's budding, one's like way more fucking like mature about it, and like she's already got so much more experience than he does. And they're key pointing each other, and as they're telling the stories out loud and acting them out out loud, it goes into this like secondary version of the story. It like where, starts to uh, manifest. Yeah, like, it, the, the story, story manifests. manifests. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't manifest like the monsters come out. It's like bleh, bleh, bleh. but like you but, see the fucking like he's telling a story about a werewolf, and, and you, you see s- the werewolf's shadow, and you hear the growl. And, and at one point, you can like you it shows the actual like arm with the claws going across yeah, the it, wood. It's in it is so well the. 
CGI and what they did for that is so amazing. Like done. it's very well done, and like it it looks like they legitimately fucking, had a wolf arm. That fucking dude can do a Crip Creeper impression. Like, yes, perfect. Yes, and like when he was playing that little fucking like goblin thing. Oh my! Just goodness. going in and out, like that was great. Like that acting was fucking when, when spot he, on to me. So for me, Crip Keeper. It, Anything horror, Crypt Keeper is my number one all time, but that has a very sentimental value behind that. Oh yeah, you got a tattoo of the Crypt Keeper, don't yes. you? Yeah. Yes, I mean, you two know what the what the sentiment yeah. is, but I ain't going to talk about no, it on the radio. No, no, this ain't that, this ain't that yeah. kind. But anyway, so very sentimental to me. And when he did that Crypt Keeper, oh my goodness, I had a raging boner for the next five hours. I know. It Should was have amazing. A <laughs> but I, uh... It literally brought me back to being five years old, sitting down and watching Crypt Keeper. And, like, in the entire time, this lady's, like, writing notes in her notebook and, like, mm-hmm. not showing anybody. And he's getting pissed about it, too. And they're, like... And she tells a story, he tells a story, and then it just gets into, like, this, like, emotional <laughs> scene where they're, like, getting... Like, you can almost tell they're getting ready to kiss and, like, they're connecting. Mm-hmm. And then you just hear, wham! And the door shuts and everybody's screaming and everybody's looking at each other it's the pizza guy. And the pizza guy is the best fucking part it's of this It's because party. they decide to take a break first. The pizza, and they're just like, hey, let's take a break and order some pizza. Yeah, and the pizza guy is actually played by a comedian called, named Chris Red. I'm Carlo! <laughs> I'm the pizza guy! He just walks in I'm Carlo! I'm Kylo, the pizza guy. No, it's because the door slams open and yeah. they scream, and I, I think they grab a knife or something. Like yeah, that. yeah, they they were gonna kill Carlo. Yeah, they were gonna kill. Him. He was like, I'm Carlo, I'm the pizza guy. And I, I remember like they're just like they're all eating pizza and talking to each other with this fucking random delivery driver just sitting there with them. Well, it's because because he the knows snow who she was is. so bad, and he knows her. So he was like, you know, like he's read her it. book and he's like, oh my God, and, you know, we're going to nerd out. And she fucking loves Carlo and, and <laughs> I love Carlo and Carlo starts acting out fucking stories with him. Like it's like, it's a full fucking trip. Okay. But the best part, so, I was about to say the best line in the whole movie, you can say it. Yeah. I want to do some cocaine. And she was dead ass serious about it. And everybody just kind of looked and Carlo fucking raised his hand up. <laughs> 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 fucking, it was it, like ever so shyly. It was like barely above his head. He was just like, hey. And she pulls out cocaine. <laughs> like this real cute little nine vial at that. Like a real cute little nine vial just like halfway filled up like she had been using it throughout the day. And then she's like, y'all want to do cocaine? <laughs> and then it just pans over to like straw up the nose. Like obviously I'm not saying the ending to any of these movies because I don't want there to be like a spoiler alert. So I'm not going to say, like, I'm going to stop at Carlo doing cocaine. You just need to go and watch a fucking movie. <laughs> All right, Bob. Okay, so this one, it's a little-known uh, Robert England film. Ooh. Oh, God, I already know which one it is. It takes place in a strip club. Oh, yep, yep, yep. yep. Fucking Ooh. zombie strippers, yes. bruh. Yes. Oh, it's fucking epic. It's funny. Thank you, Joey. I found it before, Joey. Well, Joey showed it to me. Ah. By the way, Joey, if you're listening, thank you. Oh, but Robert England plays a germaphobe working in a strip club when a zombie outbreak happens. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's very B-ish. I really, Bad acting. I really don't want to weigh in on this movie. Because I know you love it. I'm a... I did not. And to each their own. If you got something to say, I'm not going to be butthurt over it. Man, it's just, I've seen so many movies we like that. We got some gloves outside. <laughs> <laughs> we also no, have we a have... frozen punching bag. Yeah, how, how'd we find out that it was frozen, Chris? Why don't you, why don't you tell the viewer? Tell the <laughs> yeah! Listeners, how, how'd we find that out, huh? So, um, <laughs> we have a punching bag. Like right outside of our studio. By the way, new studio setup and everything. Yeah, so that's why it's taking so long. So yeah, it's like we had to move to a new location, and it's just a yeah, long story short. Um, this is taking a fucking while. Yes, but we have the essentials, so that's all that matters. But anyways, we have a punching bag right outside of our studio, and just earlier today, you know, we were cleaning up, getting everything set up, and I saw a punching bag. I was like, I haven't used this in a while. I went to go punch it, and it is frozen solid and it hurt my already arthritis having hand 
you punched a hanging block of concrete, essentially. Yes. And right when you went, oh, fuck! <laughs> I just cheekily looked up like, you hit the fucking punching bag, didn't you? You know it's a block of concrete, right? And my response... <laughs> I do know. Uh, no. <laughs> Did you punch it? No. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, no. We may not be the smartest ones <laughs> on this earth, but we're here for a good time, yo. Here for a good time, not a long time. But I am the living embodiment of that. <laughs> it's a um, oh man, it's just, I, I've seen just so many movies like that mm-hmm. that to me it was just boring. And so, like, I like played on my phone a bunch, and just like I barely paid attention to it. I just kind of looked up, like, huh, and then looked back down. I'm just, it to me, it just didn't capture my attention. And I'm not saying it didn't entertain me. I just didn't like it. I don't have anything inherently bad to say about it. I'm saying that it wasn't so bad that it caught my attention to where I'm gonna rip this fucking movie in half. It just, it was just boring to me. That's it. And See, it's I was that against way. The fucking movie. I was that way with. Um... The Witch from Under the Sea, or The Witch That Came from the Sea. Well, those are Galeo films again, and those are like really you gotta you gotta be very invested. Mm-hmm. Like they are not a fast pace, they are not a medium pace, they are a crawl. See, I even watched it on my phone to make sure I didn't have any distractions from that, and still, I got like forty five minutes into it, and I had to turn it off. I was about to doze off, and you know. Not and horror movies are very, very subjective. Let me just say this: um, <clears throat> where people will, and I hate horror snobs. Everybody knows a fucking horror snob. God, like I've been called a horror <clears throat> snob. I'm like, no, you're no. a horror enthusiast. Like I, like I, pretty much love almost every horror movie out there because, for one, they made a fucking movie more than I've done. And two, um, they're keeping an otherwise, like, thought to be dead genre alive. Like, and and horror movies are now winning Oscars and winning fucking this. And I mean, hell, just, and it's just like, it was just like 10, 15 years ago, horror was pretty much considered a taboo. It was a taboo genre. And that's because people, filmmakers like to push limits. And you can't really push a limit with a drama, so to say, something like that. And you can't really force a limit with comedy either. Because there's there's only a ceiling that you're going to hit with those. Like, you can only go yes. so far up without it seeming like you're doing it on purpose. Like, and you know, there, there's some films, like, there's some comedy films and dramas as well. And one, there's both mixed up. And that's like, like The Wolf of Wall Street really did push. Mm-hmm. Like and that pushed you know the drama aspect and that did push the comedy aspect like perfectly because it showed like this you know depra- depravity and you know fucking Wall Street and that's cool like I'm like all right yeah this is fucking cool and you know and it does have that fucking drama and it has that espionage in it and you know it, it has that you know narrative behind it and that's perfect like that that's a perfect like pushing of the pace but like when it comes to horror there is no ceiling. There's nothing you can really push. Like, you can objectively make any type of horror movie you want with any type of kills. And it's really up to you to make it entertaining. Now, if you're making a fucking movie where the horror or the killer is just using a knife and, like, nothing else, it gets boring. It gets repetitive. Yeah. I mean, how many times has that been done? Chucky, Scream. Michael uh, Myers. Michael Myers. Okay, so... But let me Those wait. are just the three big ones I can so, think of. But let me weigh in on that. It wasn't the kill that drew you in about those characters. It was the character itself. Yes. Yes. So when the but when the main character is boring, he has to be he has to be creative with those kills. Like I'll say it right now. I am not a fan of Terrifier. I actually hated that movie. Thank you. I know Bobby and you you and oh, I have goodness. that have that same fucking pet peeve. But Give Terrifier this. It had some of the most creative kills. It, it did. Except for yes. that one. That, the, the, the that's the yeah, only the one human that... Human fucking saw oh, okay. so I You ha- can't saw through a human that quick with a hand saw. I have a story about this movie, actually. I had already seen it. Bobby had not seen it, but he had heard about it. And Bobby here enjoys, like, killer clowns. So I told him it was about, you know, obviously Killer Clown and everything. So we sat down and watched it. And 
when that kill came up, he literally scr- we I, we I lived in a duplex at the time. He screamed at the top of his lungs, and very shortly after, I ended up getting a text message from my neighbors asking if things were okay. It's like look past the aspect, like as. I, and I tried to. Yes, it had great kills. And it's I, a fucking grindhouse it was a, film. It was a so. good yes. movie. That one scene just it was a, irks my It was soul. essentially like a softcore torture porn. And it's this. This is my biggest issue with Terrifier. He did look creepy, though. I give him that. Oh, no. Like, the makeup and the special effects, all that was spot fucking on. Them teeth. Them teeth is like, what did all it. That, that's what drew me in. Like, I hate that... I diced the movie so much because I want to like this movie. I do, but I, I dice it up so much. I'm like, okay, what's the plot line? Creepy clown, Halloween. Okay, cool. I can go with that. But then they just kept introducing characters, introducing characters, introducing. Then all of a sudden he's fucking cuddled up with a homeless woman and like saying he's mommy. Like, oh, what is this guy's damage? Oh, and apparently he's also fucking supernatural, which yes. does not make an appearance until the very fucking end. I won't spoil the end. I will keep my composure on that. Gosh. But if they were to like force that he was supernatural, like if he, if they brought that up like mid film, beginning film, something like that, then the cutting scene would make sense. He's or supernatural. Even it, or- you can, you can wave it to supernatural magic. I mean, he even could have thrown the line in. He even could have like talked and been like, oh, hey, by the way. It, and it would have been okay. It could have been any of that. But to our knowledge, as the fucking viewers, he's just a crazy guy in a clown outfit. Like, seemingly mortal. Like, not that big a deal to fucking deal with. So, knowing now that he superna- has supernatural abilities, I can slightly forgive the superhuman sawing through a human body. Yeah, and but I never watched it to the end because after that I was just done. Never wanted he, to watch he, it again. He checked out of there with the quickness and immediately went no, to his not, phone and did not look up the rest of the movie. No, I, I get it, man. Like I totally get it. Like I said, I wanted to like this movie. Like I guess if I had like an Art the Clown backstory movie. I could get into that a little bit better, but I know that Art the Clown has actually made like three appearances. There yeah, is there's like, like three different movies. Yeah, uh, All Hallows Eve is, is what it is. Yeah, that, 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 that's yeah. the main one. And like, and I I can see if it like I can see in like an anthology something like that, but I, I need some sort of con- context and behind it. Like there was just no context in the fucking movie, and some people I know will probably argue with me that that's what made it like scarier, more like mystic, I guess. But, like, watching it, you don't know these contexts. Shit's just kind of thrown in, like, random. And I didn't like that. Like, it it made me feel like I was dumb. And I don't like movies that make me feel like I'm just stupid for fucking watching it. I'm sorry, but... I already make myself feel that way. I don't need other (laughs) things to do that for me. Uh, Okay, whose turn was it? I think it would be back around to you now. Because we talked about ooh, Scare Me, ooh. then yours was... Z- z- zombie Strippers. Yeah, Zombie I Strippers. I have one. Yeah. And it's one you and I watched actually just last night. Oh, good God. Which one? The, uh... No, it's not that one. Actually, my bad. Never mind. You, we haven't watched this one. It's called Fatal Exam. Fatal Exam. I don't think it's I've on seen Shutter. I don't think I've seen that one. I've told you... Uh, I told you about this one. I, I know I know about the uh, one of the eight films to die for uh, the final exam, or it's called the final, and it's actually like that's another lesser known one mm-hmm. I wanted to bring yes. up. That so the fatal exam, what it is, pretty much the plot of it is, it's actually what is. I'm pretty sure it's what the basis of Scary Movie Two was, because these college students get selected to do a. Uh, some type of experiment or something at a house that a professor bought. So they go down there, but the professor is part of a cult and all this hmm. stuff. And but the acting, oh my goodness, there is no soul in the dialogue, no emotion, no nothing, no surprises, no laughing, sadness, not a damn thing. And it is so dry that it is hilarious, and I love it. With a passion. Okay. 
I got one for you guys. Uh, real quick, the whole time you were talking, all I could think of was Tim Curry's nipples. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? <laughs> In Scary Movie <laughs> 2. Okay, I don't want to talk about Rocky right now. It's too soon. <coughs> oh, goodness. It is too soon for you. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. Meatloaf, I'm sorry. That is very sad. But My apologies go out to his family. <clears throat> I don't think you guys have ever seen this one, but I will. This movie is called Shockma. I've heard of it, and I've seen a preview. I'm going to explain the premise of Shockma to you. Medical students in a medical training facility, which is also a hospital, injected a brand new serum into, well, the serum is supposed to make people like live forever and it's had mixed results and they inject it into their lab baboon named Shakma. <laughs> I'm not fucking kidding. And it kills the baboon. So they go to incinerate the baboon, and the baboon comes back to life, now evil. And as they're playing a game of walkie-talkie D&D inside of this fucking building, which is awesome, they are being hunted down by Shakma, the undead, magical, immortal baboon. I bet his ass was chapped. This was a movie made in the 80s. It's just as fucky as you think it is. The kills are stupid as hell. They are dumb. They are... But the acting is great, and I love the premise of just like, we have a lab baboon. Let's turn it evil. <laughs> and everyone's like, already steals a monkey. <laughs> it's like, okay... I am the click commander. <laughs> the coalition to liberate innocent tree dwellers. <laughs> Snoogans. If, if y'all don't know what that movie is from, uh, y'all need to get out of here. Fucking Jay and Silent Bob, man. By the way, speaking of Jay and Silent Bob, Clerks is free on Tubi. <clears throat> Good for Clerks. I'm a little like angry with kevin smith right now so i'm like i'm in a mood where everybody I'm, is it's okay i'm in a mood where i'm like man fuck that guy but at the same time I'm like okay i love clerks i love jay and silent bob and it's not because i'm like oh mall yeah. rats is amazing yeah mall rats is absolutely fucking awesome didn't like clerks too what did you think of the reboot haven't seen it yet really i'm that's how mad i am like i give, don't want to watch it because give it a chance we'll see like Okay, I even like his horror movies. Like, Kevin Smith has made three fucking horror movies. Oh, they're amazing. The first one, believe it or not, is called Red State. And that is a drama horror, and it is fucking great. Like, I'm being dead serious. Like, if you have a chance, go fucking watch it. Like, it, like they make fun of Westboro Baptist Church in it, and it, it, it's just, it's yeah. very, like, serious. Like, the entire movie is very fucking serious, and I love that. The next one is... um. <clears throat> Tusk. I hate to say this, but I love that movie. I'm proud to say it. Because it's turned into a stitched together walrus and fights another stitched together walrus. What? Walrus fight! (laughs) Oh, goodness. Oh, Jesus. That was right in my ear, man. It was in my own ear, too, so (laughs) I fucked myself. I can't turn your gain down anymore, man. (laughs) Anyways, so... But he has a third one. I can't remember the fucking... Yoga Hosers. And it's about, like, evil Nazi sausages. It's just as stupid as you may think it is. I've seen Yoga Hosers. It's fucking great. I I watched it. it. I watched it whilst... um, eating some mushrooms but it, so it, i really don't remember a whole lot of it it's this 
he redid the He-Man Masters of the Universe show. And I am like fucking baller for it. Like the preview looks amazing. I remember watching it as a kid. Like, fuck yeah, we're going to watch this. And he made it really... And I'm not a political guy. Everybody knows that. Like, I, if I'm anything political, it's to make fun of them. Because I'm not right, not left, not a fucking independent. Don't label me in any political standpoint. Because you can't, honest to God, pinpoint. Like, like I am anti and for government at the same time. Now, I'm that guy. But anyways, it is so much of a fucking liberal show now. Like, oh, this is about women's suffering. A show called E-Man. It's about women's suffering. You're going to hear my dogs bark. <clears throat> Sorry about that. We will fix that in the next podcast. Um, but it's he turned to like fucking women's suffering. He 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 killed He-Man in the first fucking episode. Didn't bring him back until like episode five. And she was mad at him for not being there for her. He was dead. And like they made him this whiny bitch. And it was just like, dude, this, you fucked the show up. Like, I'm not expecting for exact nostalgia, but but I am expecting for something fucking newer. Like, don't make a show that's based in a, in a seemingly dystopian fucking past. Have talks about women's suffering that's a now issue. Like, I feel like as though he was using the show to push a certain fucking agenda. And then instead of saying, hey, we'll fix it, my bad, we're going to take, you know, we're going to take everybody's, you know, views into consideration, he just goes, oh, everybody just needs to grow up. It's like, so you're going to attack your fucking fans instead of being constructive about it. Like, I thought you were fucking better than that. I thought you'd be like, okay, cool, like... Every fucking movie he did, he always had to take some sort of criticism to him. But he also had that fucking hardcore cult following behind him. And he always could bounce off that. And he was and he a very intelligent, like, very fucking cool guy. This is like, dude, like, I thought you had more class than that. Like, I thought you, you know, wouldn't attack your fans. Like, you're fucking lifeblood, essentially. Like that, like, I don't know, man, like, maybe I'm fucking jaded to that point, but, like, I've just been trying to stay away from Kevin James movies for a fucking while. Smith. That's, it Kevin is Smith. Smith. But that's Kevin James, too, yeah. They they do that too. in the reboot. Yeah. They keep calling Kevin Smith Kevin James. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that queen, king of queens, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't seen the new, his He-Man thing. Neither have I. But... I haven't really seen his horror movies either. But, but I pl- love me some Jane Silent Bob. But so. please give the reboot a chance. Because Bobby here was sketchy about it and we we watched it at my house. See, like, I fucking love Jason Mewes. Like, I've always loved that guy. Snoochie boochie. And, like, and the fact that he, you know, got clean because of Kevin was fucking amazing. And like, well, it's because Kevin had a heart attack, wasn't it? No, 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 no. no. Jay got clean years before yeah, the heart years attack. Before the heart attack, yeah, gotcha. Exactly. Like decade or more. Yeah, because he was. Well, when he went silent, I just kind of stopped paying attention. Well, see, he, man, he, uh, he, he was actually on Steve-O's podcast, Steve's Wild Ride podcast, the other day, and I, I had to watch the entire thing because I wanted. I love hearing about like. Like, you see how, like, how fucking crazy Steve-O was, and then he got fucking clean, and how, like, right he's living, and then I'm like, man, Jason... He's a huge animal rights activist now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it actually started when uh, he was dating Kat Von D. Go fucking Mm -hmm. figure. I mean, that's cool. Let him be an animal rights activist. That's fine, man. Because you know why? He's doing it the right way. He's not going around fucking picketing and yelling at people and... He understands that people have their choices. Oh, there was an incident with a... Uh, it was either a whale or a dolphin. He but was on have to a crane. It, it was an inflatable killer whale miles away from SeaWorld. And he let off fireworks off this crane. Yep. And hung a banner that said SeaWorld sucks. And he goes, and I wasn't really thinking about it. But I'm up over 100 feet in the fucking air. Nobody can read the fucking sign. Isn't that his entire life? 
was his entire life up until now. What? I wasn't thinking about it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on a shit ton of fucked up shit. And he he was why, on Yes, which means everything. And that's why I, I like Jason, listening to Jason Muse talk. And he was like talking to him about his addiction. He's like, no, man, you know, Kevin brought me into his home and you know, he'd take me out shopping and he, you know, sent me down the mall fucking. He goes, because when you're withdrawing from heroin, man, he goes, it's not. Because your body doesn't fucking move like it used to. Like you feel like your your entire body is 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 pain, and you like you have arthritis in all your joints, and you're cold, and you're shaking, and you just feel fucking terrible. Because and I'd be in that mall for like half a fucking hour trying to catch up with his fucking family, and then I'd be sitting down on the bench just shaking uncontrollably, and you know begging to go. And Kevin's like, Nah, man, we're good. You can keep going. And he goes because of him, he he, you know, helped me with my withdrawals and helped me, you know, de- you know. And he, I'm like, that's fucking awesome. And like listening to some of his heroin stories, it's like, he was like nodding off in a scene in fucking dogma that they just left in. And like, cause that's how bad he was on heroin. And Kevin James like, Oh, we're just going to cut him out of everything. Like he's just, we're just going to cut. And he got clean for Jay and silent Bob. Like, and that was him acting clean, like not on heroin. And he just, and you can tell he was just fiending the entire fucking time. Man, I'm bored, and you know what they say about boredom. It's the first step to relapse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Goodbye, horses. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that uh, left field into comedy now. But Yes. <laughs> well, no, which is cool. Because comedy subjective too. Well, Dogma was a little horror adjacent. It when, was the, a, when the angels went on a rampage, it was a horror. Yeah, yeah. like the, then that did turn to a fucking <clears throat> horror movie. And let's face it, Chris Rock was amazing in that movie. Who the fuck is she? Who the fuck is that? Where the fuck are we? What the fuck is this? <laughs> That's a colorful use of the word. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong movie. I know. And Alanis Morissette. That's who played God in that movie. It was Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. Like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like Snape and Snape and Alanis Morissette are God? And I get it. Okay. <laughs> the only good Metatron, in my opinion. Booger played a great Metatron, and you know it. He didn't deserve to go out like that. He was a bro in the end, and you know it. I'm still not over the ending of that. He was a bro and you know it. Anyways. <laughs> Just wasn't a fan of Booger's Metatron. I, I like Snape better. Yeah, okay. Like how we're calling them by their movie names. <laughs> Only because I don't know Booger's real name. I know him as fucking Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. And Snot from American Dad. Is that Snot? Yeah. That's who plays Snot? Wow, I didn't know that. You know what? I can see it now. Because that's why they gave him the nickname Snot. Well, that makes sense. Or at least that's what I heard and remember. It's what what makes sense. (laughs) But um, we'll fix it in post. I could actually fix it right now if I wanted to. But anyways, so... Yeah, so we were talking about uh, B-class horror movies or horror movies that really aren't that known. Okay, so this is the other uh, little-known Robert England film, 2001 Maniacs. Oh, Oh, dude, I love that movie. So... I was raised in the South. My mom always taught me to say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. It's like, were you raised in the South or were you raised on the farm? So, from what I can remember of it, he is, Robert England plays a stuck in the old times, old racy times. It's this whole village. Papio Daniel Flower Hour. <laughs> <laughs> but some of the best lines were from him. 
Like, oh he's my God. eating a Chinese person and says, oh, in an hour, I'll be hungry again. <laughs> oh my, this Chinese woman and a Negro to boot. <laughs> Which, I, I swear to God, people, like, I think certain actors... Family Guy actually referenced that in one of their episodes. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm... God, get the cats out of here. But, <clears throat> I can, uh... Yes, father. <laughs> Take the dog I, out. <laughs> yes, mother. Not like that, Tony. Yakety yak. But no, it's um, like you can hear my cats eating in the background. I'm so sorry, guys. But it's um, fuck was I saying? <laughs> uh, we were on 2001 Maniacs. Yes. Yeah. Forgot what the point I was gonna make. Just go fucking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> If you can find it, watch it. Do you have one? Who, me? Yes, you. Um, I have a bunch of them right now. So I need to, like, find one that I can actually grab. Uh, wow. Oh, my goodness. I can't think of any right now. Oh, my God. Oh, ooh, I thought of another one. And, and I just time... now thought of one. Oh, go ahead then. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, I was going to say society. Yeah, we've already talked about society on, on as a... Have we? Yeah, as a subject, though. Oh, okay. Um, Just watch it for the shunting and... Uh, Fuck you, butthead! Yes. <laughs> Probably the best line I've ever heard. <laughs> Looks like I am a butthead. It's like, <laughs> no, it was more like... Fuck you, butthead. Like, the butthead was the insult, and he wanted you to know that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this That was a pretty deep insult, too, because that father was genuinely hurt. Oh, yes. Shook. He was shooketh. (laughs) So, every time I think of this movie, I keep thinking it was a dream. Because the actor, the main actor... I believe it's called the Devil's Chair, I think we found out. It's about this chair in an old asylum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I we, thought we had J- to look that up. Jason yeah. Statham was the main dude, but it was someone who looked just like him. Yeah, I never seen that. I found it on... Did I have Netflix at the time? I found it on something and watched it. And one of the streaming apps, yes. I, I thought it was. I thought it was good, like good psychological horror mm-hmm. with a little physical horror. But I, I've never seen it, so I can't like weigh in on it. And, and I'm trying to go off a memory that I have from when I'm like 15. Oh Jesus! Uh, I remember there was a these. This group was going to interview at the the asylum. And the crazy guy comes back, I think. Uh, if anyone knows more, hop on Mr. Menthol's uh, slasher. slasher. Mr. Dot Menthol. Yeah, plug that shit. Look me up. And to me. Tell, lonely. tell me what but... I'm missing on this, but it was a good movie. I just hate that I haven't found it in 15 years now. There's yeah, Speaking of, there is a movie that I know neither one of you have seen. If you have, you've earned impression points for me. It's called Poe. P-O. And it's about a guy whose girlfriend kills herself. So he summons the demon Poe in the middle of his house. And like the entire, and as long as he's in the circle, the demon can't get him. But he's like, I want to talk to her, blah, blah, blah. And like this demon's fucking tormenting him and like try to teach him a life lesson and all this shit. And it's actually like really, really good. As in one of those, um, it's scary because it's unpredictable. And it's like, I've seen it the one time and it was on Netflix and I, I showed it to my ex-wife at the time and I fell asleep while watching it the second time, but she ended up fucking loving it. And so we're like, okay, we'll put this in our safe for later queue. Now, mind you, this is before my daughter was born. So it was like 10 years ago. And... Like, we never found it again. Like, it wasn't in our watch queue. I think they just got rid of it. Because that was when Netflix was doing, like, hey, leaving soon. You know, watch these. And I think that's where I found it. And and I've never been able to find it again. 
Like I want to like just sit down, like, hey, watch this really fucked up movie. Because it's all about a guy suffering from you know the loss of his girlfriend and just wanting answers and like he's trying to get convinced to kill himself. And at one point in time, there's a demon punk band. Like, yeah, it, it's pretty. It, it's pretty fucking. Cool. Like, it's definitely well done. That was my knee. <laughs> <laughs> you need some WD forty on that bitch. I need a drink WD forty. Oh, what was that one movie we watched last night? We were just talking about it. Uh, like dreams come or some shit like that, man. Beyond dreams. Yeah, like beyond dreams. Yeah, something like that. It's that uh, one was. It it was interesting. Fucking stupid. It was interesting. I'm sorry, but that I'm not sorry. Fuck that movie. <laughs> you know why? Fuck that movie because the have. I'm assuming you guys have watched the original Goosebumps fucking TV show. It did. It was. It did look like it that's was written by how they. Stein. Yeah, that's how they fucking acted throughout the entire movie. And I'm sitting there just do 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 do, and you know, just, <laughs> just thinking of Goosebumps this entire time. I was like, this is kind of nostalgic. And it's all about this guy whose dream brings a dream demon into the real world. What? And the and the first like five ten minutes of the movie is pretty much the entire premise to the movie Salvage. And if you've seen that movie, I hope you agree with me. I hate that with I hate it with a fiery passion. It's just not a good movie. It's like the, the, they had like nothing going for it, in my opinion. Like the only like the only thing they thought they had that they tried to build off of what was it was a dream on top of a dream on top of a dream on top of a dream, essentially. And then the dreams start coming to life. I'm like, oh, how Freddy Krueger of you. But yet he would wake up from that dream. And then the demons are killing people, and I'm like, at least give me some good gore. Yeah. No, like, there's none. The, the, it was zero so gore. fucking dumb. And it for an R-rated movie, no cuss words and very flat acting. Nobody screamed, yeah, which was, it, it was weird to me. It was very calm. And it was, what was that guy's name? Like Lou Dobbs or some shit like that. Ben Dobbs. Yeah, Ben Dobbs. It wasn't Ben. It wasn't Ben. It was either Dobbs or Ben Dobbs. Yeah, Ben Dobbs. Just get, Hi, this is Ben Dobbs. My name's Ben Dobbs. Like he's just letting Dobbs. his. Yeah, he's just letting his fucking last name flow. And hey, Dobbs. It's so fucking stupid. And I'm like, I hate this movie. Why am I watching this movie? And it's like, oh yeah, I'm a trooper and I'm going to tear this fucking movie apart. And. Yeah, there's some gratuitous sex scenes. I was of, tearing them snacks apart. Oh, fuck yeah, we were. <laughs> but it, it was just... It just wasn't a good movie. There were titties like, in there, in the movie. Are you sure about that? Are we sure that there were titties in there? Because that was she was as flat-chested as your boy there, man. Suge- I think Waylon su- has suggested, bigger titties. Suggested. How about that? Yeah, that movie just... Mm, don't watch it. Don't don't fucking spend your life watching this movie. <laughs> By the way, before y'all go Google searching Waylon to see if there's a person named Waylon with big gigantic titties, um, Waylon is the name of my son. So, yes. The, wait, y- yes, there is a Waylon with big giant titties. Or no, I, you, no, I'm, sa- I'm I'm saying before people go searching for Waylon big titties or Waylon titties. You know, I'm doing that now. <laughs> I, I mean. In his old age, Waylon Jennings had some titties. It's what happens when you get old. Waylon Jennings was a skinny mofo. Waylon Big <laughs> Titties. So what do we have? Marge Simpson. Really? Uh, somebody with All a right. tattoo of Waylon Jennings. Oh, and Iggy Pop. Uh, yeah, okay. There's. It's just porn. <laughs> it's just porn. Have you ever noticed that Iggy Pop's torso looks like, um, fuck, Aqua Teens? What's his name? Meat One? No, not Meat One. Shake? Meatwad. Master Shake? Or Frylock? Frylock. No, Master Shake. Yes. If you look at his torso, it looks like Master Shake. 
weird. Yes. But, yes. Yes. Yeah. That that movie, beyond, I'm pretty sure it was just called Beyond Dreams. Yeah, it, it, just don't watch the movie, guys. Yeah, don't look no. it up. Don't worry about it. Don't fucking waste your life away with it. It's <clears throat> not fucking worth it. Unless you're into that sort of thing. I was going to say, or do, we're not your dads. I, I might dad. be, but no picture, no proof. Mm, come here. Daddy. Daddy. Okay, I'll stop being creepy now. <laughs> and. Please enjoy the musical stylings of a stoner. Nah, you're not a stoner. You're just an you're just the avatar. Doing fire bending, earth Shit bending, cash. and air bending. Yes, you are. You have one in your lap. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, the podcast went kind of dead there. Uh, yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> this has been... Well, okay, we're just going to head ahead and end it here. Um, first podcast, new studio, and definitely look up those movies we see. Um, look us, look me, at least look me up on Slasher. Get the app, uh, horror fan or not. It's still really... It's like the best social media out there because people don't fucking comment and hate you and all this other shit and they don't try to start drama they're like hey i fucking love that movie too people just and don't just, care and they they like it on there it's just it's that good styling so definitely check me out in the slasher it's wholesome and mr dot menthol you can di- completely direct message me i answer everybody all four of you so i guess we'll see you guys later peace adios deuces <laughs>